this till Tuesday is going to be broken up into two separate sections where you're going to get me before I finish The Alchemist and I also jump back on the mic later on the weekend to record a little bit after I saw The Alchemist, so or after I finished reading The Alchemist rather. So let's go ahead and get started. So I'm sitting here reading The Alchemist, and I'm in tears, once again. Last week, my mom came to visit. She was here Friday to about Monday, I think, and that was the first time with my mom where I felt I could be me. I could talk about pot, and I could share my feelings about Tucker. I've never told her about a guy, (laughs) not as an adult. And I could spell out what I imagined our future looking like. And I also told her that I am not going to school. I'm not going to get another degree. And that Tucker and I are moving down here to Costa Rica in the fall. And the plan is for us to, he'll come down here in less than a month. We'll tour around Costa Rica, visit a few places, even Panama, and decide on a location. Although we are 90% sure that we'll be in Uvita. And then we'll fly back to the U.S., visit his brother in Austin for a bit and my family of course my friends all of our friends and then we will drive up to California where we will spend the summer in Tahoe and there are some very exciting plans in the works for what's going to happen in Tahoe but obviously Tucker will be guiding and I hope to teach some yoga at one of the local studios and Potentially, we're going to be mixing both of those activities together for a little offering for you guys. So look forward to that. And then in September, when the main flood of people to Tahoe for the summer is over, we're going to move back down here to Costa Rica. And we're still, like I said, figuring out exactly where, but... In the process of manifesting a very specific place, so we will see what happens with that. And I told all of this to my mom, and I was expecting her to blast me with a million questions, and she she certainly blasted me with a few. Naturally, moms are going to ask questions, make sure you're thinking through everything. My mom does a very good job at that (laughs) had to wait for the truck to go by and I told her all these things and she met all my friends and we hung out at the beach and read and had meals together and chatted and she told me about work stuff and I told her about my life and for the first time I realized that she couldn't ask me how's work how's school how are the grades 
and I'm going to try to say this without crying, but right before she left, she asked me, so are you happy? And what I realized later on that day had nothing to do with the answer that I gave her. It had everything to do with the fact that the question was even asked. I don't think either one of my parents have ever asked me if I was happy. And I don't know if this is a direct correlation, but whenever someone asks me, what's your greatest fear? I always say it's disappointing my parents. And when you realize that all your parents care about is your own happiness, you realize it's impossible to disappoint them. They just want you to be happy. Are you happy? Are you happy where you're sitting right now? I'm reading The Alchemist and a lot of stuff is coming up because of it. I've even questioned the name of this podcast, the content of this podcast. And I'm when you guys, those of you listeners out there who have started reaching out to me about your own dreams and wanting to manifest, I'm realizing the number one rule of producing a product or service, which is listen to your customer. They will tell you what they want to know more about. So this, these next few episodes are going to move closer towards what everyone's talking about. And we're going to address more specifically manifesting and what they call in the alchemist as following or finding your personal legend, what it is that you're leaving behind. And that's probably more likely related to your passion than what you're actually doing right now. So something to look forward to going forward. This is more along the lines of what you're going to get on tell all Tuesday and on the next one, we're going to dive in closer to the alchemist and follow along, starting with the introduction and each episode will move through the book as I do. All right. Looking forward to sharing that with you guys. Bye. The sun is setting here in Uvita and I can hear some music off in the distance from the fiestas going on. You'll occasionally hear a horse trotting by. There aren't too many cars today. Everyone's by foot. And as the sun sets, you'll hear the cicadas join the conversation. And today, I finished The Alchemist. I don't think I've ever finished, been so enthusiastic about finishing a book. But I couldn't get enough, and I told Tucker that I wouldn't 
post about it or talk about it until I had finished it. So I finished it. And the whole time I was trying to finish it, I was trying to imagine how I would incorporate it into the podcast. I can't read the entire book verbatim, unfortunately. So what I came up with is I've looked back at my annotations and how they evolved over the chapters and they became more enthusiastic and I started to note things that I wanted to discuss. But from the very beginning, I was doing some minor line work in the margins to identify quotes that I liked. And so I think it makes the most sense to just start off with those. And since you already ordered The Alchemist, I hope you get through it in a few days. Get through it as fast as you can. I won't reveal the entire book or give away what happens in the end. But it, but Paulo Coelho brings up quite a few really awesome discussion points that I think we need to address. The whole book is about Santiago, who is a shepherd, and he became a shepherd because he wanted to travel. And at the time, that was the only way he was going to be able to do that. He didn't have enough money to travel in big caravans or things like that, so he needed to have a job that allowed him to travel. Sounds familiar. And so he became a shepherd. And he's making some observations about his sheep. He says, The day was dawning, and the shepherd urged his sheep to the direction of the sun. They never have to make any decisions, he thought. Maybe that's why they always stay so close to me. If you are a sheep, who are you staying close to? Who are you drawn to that makes decisions for you or maybe takes some burden off of you? They might relieve your pain or make you feel safe. And so blindly, you just follow them. They tell you where to go and you follow them. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing. I'm just comparing it to a sheep. Further down the page, and this is page seven, by the way, natural that we get started there. If I become a monster today and decided to kill them, one by one, they would become aware only after most of the flock had been slaughtered, thought the boy. They trust me, and they've forgotten how to rely on their own instincts because I lead them to nourishment. So he even recognizes that you provide a significant amount of value to the person you're closest to. And because of that, they trust you and rely on you and your instincts, but they have forgotten their own. Because they know that every time they come to you, you will lead them straight to nourishment. 
So perhaps maybe you're the shepherd to somebody else. Are you who people rely on? Are you the friend that everyone calls mom? Maybe that's your story. Again, none of these things are good or bad. They're just observations. The next page. The next page says, The heat lasted until nightfall, and all the time he had to carry his jacket. But when he thought to complain about the burden of its weight, he remembered that, because he had the jacket, he had withstood the cold of the dawn. My dad always liked to say it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So that's a little bit of wisdom for you folks today. Whatever that means to you, because for some of you, I spoke too soon about the cars. For some of you, that will have a specific meaning. So it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Sometimes it's easy to complain about, oh, I brought that tripod all the way here and I don't even know. I don't even know if I need it. Like, well, why am I not using it? Why am I not using the tripod? Why am I avoiding creating content? And then I realize it has a, a greater meaning. It's not just a, a tripod anymore. It's what I'm going to use to create content and to have add value for you guys. Exciting things to come that involve a tripod. <laughs> When the shepherd reflects on the conversation he had with his father about leaving, he says that he would like to see their land and how they live, talking about other lands. His father says, the people who come here have a lot of money to spend so they can afford to travel, his father said. Amongst us, the only, the only ones who travel are the shepherds. Then I'll be a shepherd. And a little bit further down the page, he says, the boy could see in his father's gaze a desire to be able himself to travel the world. A desire that was still alive despite his father's having had to bury it. Over dozens of years under the burden of struggling, struggling for water to drink, food to eat, and the same place to sleep every night of his life. So it's clear to it's clear to the shepherd Santiago that his dad did want to travel as a shepherd or as some way and never got to do that. He never got to live out his personal legend and so he's been struggling to find food and shelter for the family. We might need to come back to that. I like that I'm rereading this book. So anyways, these are a few topics for you guys to think about. What jacket or symbolic jacket do you should you probably take on your next trip? 
manifesting the opportunity to travel, however that may be or look. Blind trust, shepherd and sheep, which one are you? These are some fun topics to contemplate. If you have some thoughts to share, please email me, katie at wanderwellpodcast.com. I would love to share your stories. So whether that is just a quick 500 word response to one of these questions or how you've seen this in your life. Perhaps you don't want to put your name on it and that's fine. I'm happy to read them on the podcast and not share your name. But perhaps you do want someone else out there to hear your story. So go ahead and reach out to me if any of these topics tonight speak to your story and you want to share. I want to help you share. Catch you next time.